OMG, it's going to be H O T. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Naomi. I'm Liz. And we're the Run Galloway Girls. And we're so excited to talk to you about hot weather running for your Marine Corps marathon this yes. weekend or any marathon that you might be doing. Yes. Um, and how do you handle the heat? Right. I, so this weekend's Marine Corps coming up. We're running it. Yay. We're so excited. It's going to be great. So excited. <laughs> and it's going to be one of the, you know, one of those warm marathon days. It's actually not historically. But it's not going to be historically hot. No, it's not. Guess what? This is, if you only look back to through 2015, this is the average temperature's yeah, Average, so not even hot. People are wigging out. It's a little scary because it's like, out. well, I had a goal race. I was going to. This was my goal race. I had a goal time. Whatever. Maybe yeah. it wasn't their goal race, but they still had a, a time they thought they could finish in. And now it's going to be about what eighty or eighty-one at but the high here's of the day. The interesting thing about it is, it doesn't even when it's hot on these hot years, it doesn't drop the PR score very much. Oh, that so this is, is from really from Find My Marathon. Find My Marathon. We, we love Find My Marathon. Yeah, um, that is where I get all of my. Anytime I write a pace plan for people, I use the Find My Marathon course based. Yes, so uh, good. I usually put in a conservative start and a negative split and. And then I adjust from there and make it a little more conservative um, at the start because I think you really can't start a marathon too conservatively. I yeah. really don't. Yeah. So. Oh, it's true. Um, I was actually, we'll, we'll look and at they have our all the weather. Yeah, yeah. They have all the weather days, um, which is really great. Which is really cool. And so, yeah, so we pulled the last, I mean, it's the last 14 years or something it comes yeah. up when you go to the site. I only pulled through and 2011 in my notes because yeah. those are the ones I did. <laughs> <laughs> but even if you look at, yeah, if you look at the history of, of Marine Corps, it's pretty normal, pretty typical to have a high approaching. I mean, it says I mean, the, the average, average yeah. is 49 to 67. Right. So to go up to 77, which... I mean, I'm not sure we're going to see 80 until no. after the Three race o'clock. is over. 3 o'clock yeah. is the high. Yeah. So, like, you have to take that into consideration when you're look, worrying about race day high. Really, you need to be looking at what's, obviously, what's the, what's your projected finish time, and that's going to be more important for you. And and when does the temperature shift? And when does it change? Because yeah. that can be really important. So, I actually looked back, and it was only... Um, it only got to be a, a high of 75 in Chicago in 2017 when I ran. And that was my, uh, I ran a 344, which was a breakthrough. I hadn't been under four hours in a couple of years. Um, and we looked at the fact that the weather was going to shift at about 11 a.m. Right. And so, and, and that's when the high was, the high was going to happen like relative, like kind of in the middle of my race, yeah. And so I, st- I talked to my coach, to Jeff at the time, and I said, Jeff, the weather's going to shift at this point. Here's what I know I can do once the weather shifts. I'm gonna like kind of run as fast as I can. I'm gonna try to PR the half and then hold on because I know I can run a 155 in this warm temperature. I've done it before. And so he was like, have fun, Liz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I did. Like yeah. I, I did a, you know, I ran a two-minute PR in the half and then was able to hold on for a 155 finish. And that that was how I got my 344. Yeah, and like this weekend, like you have to think about the fact that we start at 750. Yeah. And looking at the hour by hour at from, you know, until 10 a.m. or 11 a.m., like, so which, you know, a good half of your race at least, 
is still going to be like in the 60s. It's going to be, you know, so it's going to be moderate, normal running weather. Will it be harder in that last hour to two hours of your race? Probably because it's gonna it might climb up into closer to seventy or into the low seventies. But it's all in all, well, you know. And let's talk about let's talk about twenty seventeen, right? Marine Corps twenty seventeen uh-huh. Marine Corps. We had a low, a really cold low. We had a forty nine low, but a high of seventy five. I remember it feeling really hot at the end of yeah. the race. It still was only, it was less than one point off of its Find My Marathon PR score. The Find My Marathon PR score for Marine Corps Marathon, course and perfect weather, is a 98.47. It is a great race to pick for your goal race. We, living here in D.C., tend to overlook the Marine Corps Marathon mm-hmm. because it it does have, it has in the last few years had a tendency to be hot and humid. But you can train for that. There's heat acclimation training you can do. You train over the summer. You can train for these 70-degree temperatures. So that year, even though it was hot, its PR score was 97.85. Yeah. Like, it had a good PR score for even getting up into 75 degrees. And that's, is that the year you and Jess ran that her was PR? The year me and Jess ran, yeah. And so that's like, you know, a good um, Emily Tewitt ran under six hours for the first time that day, too. Yeah. She ran at 556. So it wasn't, I mean, it was really warm in the last, like, Hour few of hours of the race. Or, yeah. But I got to tell you, even on cold, perfect cold banner years, 2014, 2013, we had perfect, uh, pretty much to the PR score day. 2018, we had PR score day. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking highs of 59s, highs of 58s, even a high of uh, 68. Um. It feels hot on the 14th Street Bridge and in Crystal City and on 110, no matter what the actual temperature is, because there's no shade. So this is something that you just have to, like, deal with in these races. So um, don't stress yourself out over the weather because it's the weather. I mean, the weather outside is weather. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the weather you get. And, and, you know, you're still going to perform the best that you can on the yeah. day with the conditions that you're given, the race conditions and the conditions of the day. And so, you know, knowing that the race might, like, for example, Marine Corps, I feel is harder because it, the concrete beats you up as compared to I, some other courses. I do. I, I agree with that. I think the thing that makes Marine Corps really difficult is the fact that it's built on a swamp. And so under all the asphalt is hard concrete. Otherwise, we would just be sinking into the swamp. Yeah. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's not um, on dirt. So you yeah. don't have that, like, the luxury of if you're out at, uh, like, we did Mountain Speech and you're out on something that's on, you know, asphalt on yeah. dirt, on hard mountain. ground. Yeah. And then, so. um, and I think something else that makes it a little difficult, and we've talked about this before, is it's very, like, noisy and loud almost the whole race. Like, it's a very cheer-heavy race. And so that can make it difficult. It's it's a crowded race. It's a lot of people's it's, first there's race. There's also a lot of technical turns on the Marine Corps mm-hmm. Marathon course. And so... And it's not, we're not talking about turning left on a city block. We're talking about like looping around things. And those can, those can be a little hairy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. the more tangents you have to navigate, the yeah. slower your time might be. The people, like it does, it can be crowded. It can, especially like through the first half, it can be 
crowded because it's it's a big race. And they, and so they that don't be, do wave starts. They don't do wave starts. So they that don't can do be wave tricky starts. Because they, people, you might get caught up in groups of people who are self, moving self-seeded. Self-seeded, which is nice. Um, I yeah. actually think that that's really great. Right. My tip is line up actually where your, where your projected finish time is. You will have more fun. You will enjoy it better. Or if you are unsure, line up slower because you cannot go out in a marathon too slow. Those five or six, even if you are five or six minutes behind where you want to be by mile three, so two minutes per mile, you will be okay if you have the fitness to run the time that you think you should be able to run and you're six minutes back at the 5K mark, you are actually in better position to get that PR than if you were right on pace at the 5K mark. Yeah. And I will stand by that. Yeah, I don't I don't have it pulled up. I should pull it up. I found it last night. Our splits for when we paced Lauren to her PR in 2018 at Marine Corps. Uh-huh. And our first 5K was an average of 11.06. Mm-hmm. And then we had, you know, basically the after the 10K, like we had the middle... Um, the middle splits were all in the low tens. Yeah. Um, and then we did have like a slower, you know, split between like 45K and 50, I mean, 35 and 40K, which is like where most people slow down in a yeah. marathon. But no, our, that was, that was our recovery bridge. We Remember? also, we also so slow down on purpose. This is how I tell people and how I pace people in the Marine Corps. We have a slow start. Oh, here it is. I found it. Oh, yay. <laughs> we have a slow start and then. So I like to start Marine Corps really slow because you've got these uphills, you've got these downhills, you just chill out. Then I like to run from about five-ish miles after that hill into Georgetown. Mm -hmm. I like to start kind of pick up that pace, run through Georgetown. There is one hill there. It doesn't really bother you. Run through Georgetown up the big hill. Rock Creek Park, this is your race. Yep. Your race starts about starts mile 10K. six. Mm-hmm. Mile six at Marine Corps. You're going to race until you get to the 14th Street, 14th Street Bridge. Yep, which 14th, is like 30K-ish. Yeah. 14th Street Bridge is your recovery. You're going to take that bridge as slow as you want. You can walk the whole damn thing if you want. That is your recovery. Then you're going to start the Marine Corps Marathon 10K, and you're going to have fun <laughs> running the Marine Corps Marathon 10K as your victory lap. And it really, <laughs> after the 14th Street Bridge, it's more like an 8K. But that is how I like to tell people to run this race. Yeah. Because it is, I stand by this, the best middle half marathon of any race around there. It's got tons of, it's got some quiet on Rock Creek. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Rock Creek Park, yeah. Parkway, like, it's so gorgeous, so. And then you get to run through the, you through know, where the, the monuments are. where the, the monuments. And the and museums. It's loud, but it's not, like, too loud. And it's, it's not crowded there. Like, you, you're you not going to yeah. be crowded there. I know people worry about the crowds. The crowds are really in the early part of it, where it's, well, and they, it does the clear Well, and the crowds out. at Marine Corps don't crowd onto the course. They oh, are yeah. actually oh, well, really good about, like, Spectators staying. are out. Spectators That's are out. Sides, but I meant the like spectators. But if you're worried about it being um, being a difficult, like where you're dodging people, no, that's no. in the first you're 10K. Gonna, yeah, you're going to be able to get in a nice like groove. Yes, um, you're going to be able to get into a nice groove. Uh, like 
probably buy 5K, really. Yes. Yeah, so especially if you've seated yourself in the right spot. Right. If you have seated yourself too fast, you are not going to enjoy yourself because people are going to be passing you left and right. If you've seated yourself too slow, you just stay over to the side and just and and just kind of go with it because it's not like you can't it's not so crowded that you can't find wiggle room through. Um in 2014, I ran by myself, and we did have a banner year. It was like hitting the PR score of the course, um, and I ran by myself. I started behind the 415 pace group. Actually, I might have started like back with the 430 pace group, I, but I remember starting. Wait, hold on. Was that? I can't remember which year. No, I think that this was 2013. When I ran by myself, I started behind the 430 pace group. At mile five or six, I passed the the 430 pace group, and I saw the 415 ahead of me. And the 415 stayed ahead of me until uh, we got almost to the 14th Street Bridge, and then I passed the 415 group, and I ended up running a 409. But the nice. fact that I didn't pass the 415 pace group until mile 18 or 19, yeah. like, that's where... That's why we're saying you can make up any time you want to bank is actually speed you're going to bank in your legs for later by going out more conservatively. conservatively. Yeah, this I'm gonna read the splits off for what we did with Lauren because oh, yeah. it's such a good it's such a good show of how that race is raced. So five first five K was eleven oh six average. Second the ten K was ten forty two. Then at fifteen K, so the next five K, the third five K was ten oh two. Then we do a 10, 1008, 10, 10-10, and then we have our 35K bridge, 11-29. It's rough, guys. I mean, everyone well, knows no, the, but we the bridge did it is rough. On purpose. And we did it. We did. We recovered. We, that was our recovery bridge. Then we picked it up again after the recoveries to the 40K. So we went from 35K to 40K in 1036. And then from 40K to 42K, the finish in 11-08. So, you know, there's that, that hill at the end, which, you know, yeah. you've got to slow down on. But that's exactly how. That's exactly you know, you race, how I like to race the middle. To run this to race. You this pick race. it up at 10k and you and you yeah. ra- race till 35k. Take a little recovery at the bridge. Yeah, and then you can race it in. And it's a really fun way to run. Mm-hmm. Like it. I mean, this was a PR for Lauren by over 10 minutes as yeah. well. Which so this is a this is a fun way to race this and to use. And by varying your paces, especially early on, taking it slow and then having planned slowdowns, it's a great way to use your speed that you've developed through your marathon training that kind of otherwise, if you just plan to run kind of even the whole time, it's kind of wasted. Like mm-hmm. think about all the workouts that we do for marathon training. Right. And we're we're running mile repeats and we're running, you know, three mile blocks and five mile blocks. Like nobody's going out there and we shouldn't be running, you know, twenty six miles at marathon pace. Right. Because that's like just boring and, and it's awful. Just, yeah. Like it doesn't and it doesn't replicate what you've done in training. Right. So I feel like when that's when people are disappointed because, you know, they're trying to put together they're saying, okay, I've done 14 miles at marathon pace. Okay, but 
you've done 14 miles at marathon but pace, it's not 26. Isn't it so. more fun to do eight miles at half marathon pace right. and then and then average marathon pace? Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just my thought. Or isn't it even more fun to, like, finish going at 5K pace? Right. <laughs> right. If you, you can. Know? Like... I, I don't know. I guess I guess I just have more fun, and I said it last week, playing. Like, I like yeah. to play during the race. And so having a strategy like that, it was. I think it's really fun. Um, I, it's highly recommended. Our strategy this weekend is going to be survive. Yep. Um, even <laughs> and not because of the weather. No. I mean, the weather no. just kind of, for me, <sighs> the warm weather just takes the pressure off of any kind of trying to perform expectations. And it actually was the same for me. Um, we'll talk about other races, too, their weather. But it was the same for me with New York last year, which was a historically high weather yeah. day. And it was a, like, taking the pressure off when you're told, well, actually, it's going to be about 20 to 30 degrees warmer than normal. Whereas this weekend at Marine Corps, it's not. It's going to be kind of be normal. Five degrees more, <laughs> you know, warmer. Be normal it's going to be normal. Because, I mean, 2019 had a high of 79. Yep. And yet, and like the PR score was 93.03. So that was the lowest PR that was, score that it it's the, had. The, the rain, too. That was a rough one. Oh, my gosh. 2019. 2019 was like... It was, it, it All the weather felt cold in the morning. It's raining, and then it flooded, and then it felt like a freaking sauna. It was crazy. Yet I still ran a fantastic fifty k. Yeah. Well, and I wasn't even going for time. I right. was going for easy. And I remember like looking at my heart rate data and looking at what pace I was running and realizing that. If I was going to run a 10 flat or a 930, like, my heart rate was going to be the same. So I was like, eh, I'm just going to run faster because I was, like, so over it. I was, like, yeah. just done. Yeah, because you have 50K. that durability. And you can. Yeah. And you can. Like, your heart rate goes up and it doesn't have any adverse effects on your performance. Whereas, like, my right. heart rate goes up and I am puking. But puking. <laughs> and I then mean, 2016, 2016 81. Which is so funny. So 2016, I was devastated. I like went out well. And then I remember it just started to feel so hard, like mile 18. And I had like a massive slowdown. And I was like, it's so hard. I don't understand why it's so hard to run this race. And I ran a 401 and I was pissed. I was so sad. And now I'm looking at it. It was the hottest year we've had so far. Ever. And it's still, yeah, it's not expected to get that hot this weekend. So yet the PR score was actually higher in 2016 than it was in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, it was just better favorable weather. It wasn't like, it wasn't all the weather. Well, I think (laughs) it was colder at the start. I think that's part of it. And maybe it's, maybe it stayed colder longer. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I remember just feeling like. Really, really, really miserable. hot by the end. Yeah, yeah, and like, um, so some other big races that we've done that also have kind of weather that goes crazy. Well, we mentioned Chicago twenty seventeen, which was seventeen, right? It was the one that it got warm. Twenty seventeen was the my first year running Chicago, and um, it only got up. It says it, got it to only got up to seventy three, but which was about ten degrees hotter than the year before. But the year right. before that, it got up to seventy eight. 
Right. And, you know, it's been all over the place. Back in 2011, it was 80. So it, so it but wasn't then in 2012, historic. It was 51. So it wasn't historically warm or anything, but we had, I think we had kind of planned that it was going to be 60. And so right. um, Jeff and I looked at when was the weather going to shift. Right. And, you know, that was, so that's another thing is look at the hourly, look at when is the weather going to shift. And make a plan around that. And make that. a plan around it. I mean, I still recommend, I think that for most runners who are aiming to be under five hours, I think that you're still safe if you want to take an easy 10K, race a half marathon, and and run the plan that kind of we've put together uh, or that, you know, we ran with Lauren. Um, I think it's also... You know, don't obviously don't go out too hard. Planning for a slowdown is is okay when you're looking at weather. Like um, my 2014 first time under four hours, I ran. I mean, 2014 weather. We had a high of 68, so we did have really amazing weather that day. Um, uh, but I ran the half marathon really fast, and then intentionally slowed down because I was like, oh. Oh, I'm gonna blow up gonna if bonk. I don't if I don't control this on the back half. So I ran a 151 and a 205 or two like you know around there because the seconds added up to a three a 357. So yeah, and you also have to take into account humidity because obviously that can be a bigger factor mm. than the weather than the the temperature. And I, I think didn't for, even think to look at that. <laughs> so, well, for this weekend, and I was looking historically at like Chicago for examples because. Chicago again. We've had you've had beautiful years, and you've had years, years where it was eighty eight with seventy nine percent humidity. That was two thousand seven. Two thousand eight, it was eighty six. But then you'll have other years where the well, it was you know, forty five the next year, right? And then you'll have years where you know, like you had mentioned, seventeen. The humidity was really high that year too. So eighty six percent humidity. So it wasn't just the fact that it was going to get to seventy three. It was the fact that you had oh, a look really ninety four. And then the next year when we ran together and I suffered ninety four percent humidity, and it was the humidity. Not the fact the high was sixty four, so the high wasn't that bad, but the humidity was what got me yeah. and made me feel sick. And yeah, so that's I feel like for Marine Corps, that's going to be more of a factor too yeah. in in years past and in this year. And so I would you know focus a little on the big picture of it and the fact so, that you know the so humidity this weekend is going to be. Eh, let's talk about eighty seven tips for. <laughs> let's talk about. Tips for hot weather running mm-hmm. directly from Jeff Galloway himself. So <laughs> the first tip is slow down early. Yeah. The later you wait to slow down, the more dramatically you'll slow down at the end and the longer it will take to recover. Now, this yeah. is a race. So you should have in your plan two weeks minimum. Minimum. That is one day for every two miles raced completely off of training doesn't mean you can't go for a walk it doesn't mean you can't you know leisurely super easily spin your legs but you should not be getting back into training no matter what your time is this weekend unless okay unless you are in shape for something like you know let's say you're in shape to run nine flat 909 whatever and you run this weekend at 12:30s you can jump right back into training and that's because if you race the if that's that's not if you run the first half 
at 8.45 or 9 right. and then die. Because no, then you still race to you, half marathon. It's if you intentionally run the whole thing slow. And I would usually say 11 minutes, but you have to add 30 seconds per mile for every 5 degrees over 60. <laughs> 60. Yeah. So with this temperature increase, you've got to go really slow. You can turn this into a slow, easy long run with a metal, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's yeah. so fun to do. So, so fun. And so slow down early means you're going to not just, you know, obviously you're going into a race, so it's a little different than just your training runs. So you're going to go into it with that plan. You're going to go into it with the knowledge that you're going to, like for us, pick an interval that we can do slower. I think the the latest you can make this decision is at the 10K mark. You can't make this decision later than the 10K mark to kind of – decide, hey, I'm going to just finish this and then try to find a backup race. Like if you go further than the 10K, you're, it's really going to be too hard, yeah. especially with the concrete. The concrete really beats you up. And then for a backup race, we have, we've talked about this. Richmond is, n- it's too close. It's, it seems yeah, like days. a great idea. If you were to literally just party pace your way through here, Richmond would be okay, but it's it's a tough it's still tight, tight turnaround. Um, so you still I don't risk rec- you won't be recovered. Don't recommend Richmond. Philly would be kind of your closest option. Yeah, three weeks out. But Philly can be cold and windy. It can be the opposite bad weather. Yeah. <laughs> and three so, weeks is still kind of tight. So it depends on tight. what you do for Marine Corps. If you actually again, are you running yeah. the whole thing at twelve thirties, or are you going out and racing? For, you know, the first 20K yeah. and then being like, well, no, it's not happening today. Yeah. Um, you may just, you know, it may be just the new, our new goal or our new uh, mindset is you don't take, you don't get redemption races. Yeah. You don't pick redemption races. They don't exist. Yeah. There's no such thing. Don't revenge yeah. race. Just, and just enjoy the race. Just enjoy the race. Enjoy the experience. The enjoy experiencing the marathon. Like, that doesn't mean you can't do multiple marathons in a season. You absolutely can. I'm actually a big fan. And we have fan, an episode about that. Big fan too. of using races as, tra- as supported training runs. Yeah. But you have to actually use them as supported training runs, and you yeah. have to make that decision before the 10K mark, mm-hmm. I think you should actually before make the, the decision before you start yeah. that it will be a supported training run. Just remember, there are at least, not around, not kind of, but there are at least two minutes per mile between your marathon race pace and your long run pace. If you are not, if your long runs are not two minutes per mile slower, even if you are a straight runner. They are too freaking fast. Mm -hmm. And guess what? It's not that, oh, but by doing them faster, you're going to be a better runner. No, by doing your long runs faster, you are holding yourself back and limiting your potential. So if you are planning to try to race a nine flat and your training runs are 930s or 1010s, guess what? You are you are holding yourself back from a BQ because if you slowed your long runs down, you could qualify for Boston. You could run a 745. So anybody out there listening who thinks, oh, but I'm just going to get faster because I'm doing my long runs faster. Let's talk to, let's, 
Hey, Naomi, how'd your 20-miler at a nine-flat go when you were trying to break four hours? It wasn't even nine-flat. It was a, you know, 845 or something. 845. How'd that go? Right, and how'd that work out for me? Because then I ended up racing um, Steamtown in a 420, which is about closer to a 10-minute pace. And then, so. and then once you switched to the Galloway method and we slowed your long runs down right. to 11 minutes, what'd your marathon time drop to? If they dropped to 350 <laughs> that first year. <laughs> 345, but 346 the, the next year. And and all of your other races came down quite yes. a lot, too. Like, oh, yeah. When you slow your long runs down, you give yourself the ability to run faster. Right. It's amazing. It's incredible. It makes your workouts, you can work out harder. You can last longer. I mean, this is basically a Viagra commercial. <laughs> harder and longer and, fat and faster, Pol- but longer. Polarized works. It really <laughs> it works. It definitely does. So, um, so, so, so shorten your intervals for this weekend, knowing that you you're know not, what? you know. If you're a straight runner out there, try some, try try some intervals. Breaks. Decide, hey, it's going to be really hot. I'm going to do what these Run Galloway girls suggest. Yep. And, okay, if you're a straight runner and you – if you are a straight runner right now and you can easily run a 10-minute mile for your long runs, my suggested interval for you, just because some people have a hard time with the short intervals, yeah. would be to try 2 and 30. Okay. Right? If you are slower than 10 minute miles, I think you should try 30 30. I think every, I think 30 30 is yeah. like the greatest the, interval ever. <laughs> it's the every man's interval. It really is. Um, or 60 30. Mm-hmm. But if you're faster than 10 minute miles, try 2 and 30. See what happens. Oh my gosh. Like, it could save your race. It could yeah. lead you to the performance that you want on this hot weather day by taking walk breaks early and often. It can help you. Uh, it can help from a cumulative or from cumulative heat buildup mm-hmm. from this hot weather. So yeah. it can be mm-hmm. the difference between you know you you already know okay maybe I'm not going to PR anymore in this race this day. Maybe you still are though, but you can it may be the difference between going out with your plan of running mm-hmm. a you know nine minute pace and then falling off pace to an eleven or thirteen minute pace. Yeah, it can mean the difference where you can keep a consistent you know, 9.30 or 10-minute pace for the entire race. So, All right. And the coolest freaking thing about this is guess what? You've been planning to run a 4-hour, a 4.10, whatever, and your current PR sits at 4.30. You still have a chance to PR. Yeah. Like here we are, Naomi and I are sitting here with 30. This will be my 30th marathon. She's going into number 17. We... It would take a lot to get us to a PR, right? But if you're only five, seven, ten marathons deep and you've done the training, you still have a chance if you've mm-hmm. done the training to PR or to get closer to your goal. Remember, progress is not linear. This is not the end of the road. Like, celebrate whatever this cycle gives you. Close the cycle out recover from this cycle and start a new cycle. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to throw it away. Yeah. And you also, you know, if you do decide to just victory lap this race. So last year, New York, historically hot since ever since they moved it from September to November. It was the hottest on record. Mm-hmm. The, the race start, according to Five Marathon, is 71. But that's the race start for the people who are in the elite 
you know, 8 a.m. or whatever start. And the race start was the high, essentially, like 74 for me at like 10.30 a.m. And I knew that going into it that, that I don't perform well in those conditions I I even I even looked at your pacing and looked at um I looked at your pacing and I was like I was like she is running way too fast for this heat. You were running nine forty fives at the beginning. I was like she's running way too fast for this heat. She's gonna have a massive slowdown. Like I mean you might have done better victory lapping, staying slow right from the beginning. Probably. You know, but it's okay to just run it was, whatever. It was also, yeah, like I was in 845 shape. And so running 945s was like just a, I'm going to slow down and just enjoy it shape. And it also is a really hard race to not run fast through yeah. Brooklyn. So <laughs> over the Verrazano, even though that's the biggest hill, you're it's like amazing getting up over the Verrazano. And then once you go through Brooklyn, Brooklyn's the best part of the race. So the first yeah. seven, eight miles is amazing. And, like, I would have been happy if it, like, ended at mile 10 or 12 (laughs) because then you start getting to the hard bridges and into the harder boroughs. And so if anyone's doing New York next week, just be mindful that you are going to want to fly. And it's really hard to slow down in Brooklyn where you have – where it's the best part of the course and you have all the support. So you have a huge amount of spectators. So be careful of that. Be mindful of that. Um, But, yeah, so, you know, knowing that a week out or whatever, knowing that the weather was going to be, I just took – racing off the table yeah. and I did not pick a redemption marathon to go do a few weeks later even though it was on my mind and about a month later you ran a half I did and and a month is a great that's a great space your fitness will still be there um a month but you know like again just let the season close out yes just just start over again yeah and just go you <laughs> remember know, go we're, it, what we're are, adults recreational we're adults having fun <laughs> paying to go do these races and just you know go in, into it with the mindset of like picking something else that's going to make it fun so if it's you know counting dogs if it's hitting every power up sign if it's high-fiving yeah, every kids. kid Oh my gosh, the kids in New York. Like, I got soda from kids. I got so many cups of water to pour in my head from those kids. Like, okay, cups <laughs> of water. <laughs> Let's go back to our, to Jeff's tips. So, slow down early, make your plan early, decide like you want to essentially reduce the cumulative heat buildup. Yeah. To do this, you're also gonna wear lightweight clothing. Jeff, God bless him. Recommends no cotton. I don't think any of us are running in cotton anymore. um, So no cotton clothing. He doesn't mention, but there was like this summer, there was that whole trend of of taking temperatures of clothing colors. So lighter colors. Light colors. Will reflect, you know, the heat off versus if you're wearing a dark color. And then uh, you can do, he says, then pour water over yourself. Pre-cooling before the race starts even, you can cool off. So drink cold ice water. Pour water on yourself. Um, That can really, really, really help you stay cool throughout the race. So don't be afraid to just be soaked. Yeah. And (laughs) it's going to be okay. It might be, even though you might risk a little more chafing, it's going to be, you're going to be more comfortable. And I still, yeah, I pour water over my head, even though I'm like, my pictures are going to look bad. (laughs) Well, that's why, that's why we do French braids. It helps keep the, helps keep the hair kind of in place. (laughs) Yep. Um, French braids. And then, you know, make sure you can bring body glide with you. Um, Body glide, they have Vaseline on the core. Marine Corps, yeah. I really like, um, I use a product called Tri-Slide as my skin lubricant. I really like it. It's designed to keep, to prevent wetsuit chafing in yeah. triathlons. So it's a spray. It's my favorite 
like luby product for <laughs> for running. So I recommend that. Um, and do not spray it in your bathroom because it will make your floor a slippery mess. Take it outside and spray it or stand on a carpet and spray it. Yeah, and in Marine Corps, if it's your first time doing it, or if you haven't seen them before, when the Marines are handing out the popsicle sticks with Vaseline on the end of it, it is not goo. It's not a snack. Don't eat it. It's Vaseline. <laughs> and if I'm, is that mile 23 or 21? Oh, 15 has it, I is think. It 15? At the, is it 15? At the aid station. So okay. they'll hand out, yeah, you'll be seeing people with popsicle sticks with Vaseline on it. Take it or don't, but it's not food. <laughs> um, and then drink cold water. Cold water will um, cool your core temperature down. Apparently, it uh, it leaves the stomach quicker and produces a slight physiological cooling effect. So, um, and an even better psychological. Cooling yes, effect. even when it hits your mouth, the cold water yeah. will make you think psych- yeah, psychologically that you are cooling down. Yeah. So don't be afraid to take cooling things. Um, one of the recommendations from Duel in the Sun, uh, that is the famous uh, Boston Marathon between Alberto Salazar and Dick Beardsley. Is that 1982? 82. 82, okay. 82, the Duel in the Sun, right before I was born. Um you know, hats can make you hotter, but they can also cool you off. So taking a white, light-colored hat, making sure that it's wet, keeping it wet, that can really help. Um, or like Naomi said, keep your head wet by, you know, dousing water on your head. So yeah. you just want to stay cool the whole race. Um, and and it's not too early to cool off. I actually like to pour water on my cheeks when yeah. I run. And then something that I like to be mindful of is I'm a huge fan of zinc sunscreen all times except during races. Mm. Zinc sunscreen can actually block your pores and actually keep you warmer because it is a physical barrier sitting on your skin. So don't use zinc-based or titanium dioxide-based sunscreens on race day because they will trap heat in. So that's another that's another tip from us. Yeah. And so. Jeff mentions or cautions about, you know, over drinking. And I definitely have been there. So you want to make sure, obviously, you know, you're going to hear hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. That includes salt. Yeah. It's make not sure just water. You're replacing your electrolytes. Yeah. So you're going to take extra salt capsules with you for, for this yeah. weekend um, and salt shoes. And drink water, but be careful of over, like over drinking, overdoing it. I know that was, again, something I did wrong at New York where I was taking both water and then the Gatorade because it was so hot and I felt like I needed the extra, um, you know, potassium and and salt. And it was too much though. It was like too much liquid and that gave me too much ammunition later at the finish. (laughs) Well, I mean, sometimes puke happens. It does. But I would, I mean, I would definitely say, you know, it's definitely better to be as long as you are taking enough enough electrolytes in to so that you're not risking hypernatremia, yeah. like more is better. And but that includes electrolytes. Ele- right. Like make sure you're getting enough electrolytes. And sometimes like Gatorade can just be the mix can be weird or whatever electrolyte drink they have on the course, the mix can be weird. So we recommend salt salt sticks and water. Like yeah. that's I mean, I have us. never, I've never had a bad run with salt sticks and water. Yeah, like, same. 
I've <laughs> sometimes even like as much as like we're preaching fuel, 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 there are times where I just can't stomach fuel. And as long as I've got salt sticks and water, I'm okay. So, yeah. and there's, and we've talked about before, there's like not really too much. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, you can look at the recommenda- recommendation of the salt stick capsules, but you'll be fine if you, yeah, for Marine Corps, take there's, 10 there's, or 12. I, you'll I be really, fine. I've never, I've never hit too much. Nope. I really haven't. Um, and so the, you know, I was just thinking, like, I remember I've tried so many different fuels as I've, like, been a runner. And I remember pre, pre-Martin, pre um, I was trying uh, Tailwind because that was, like, the, the fuel. The thing of the day. Yeah, everyone was trying was it. trying. And then I remember going back to water, salt sticks, and to to goo mm-hmm. like and I was doing the triberry goo and the bl- jet blackberry and yeah. I'm like maybe I should get some goo for this weekend I haven't had some goo in a while we can get some like, of the expo yeah so that's I may, the good thing about it I may mix in like all different things yeah <laughs> like I think I will have to too because yeah I definitely get that um tired like palate fatigue palate fatigue yeah I get tired <laughs> of the same flavor or the same yeah yeah feel. Um, Marine Corps is also a great one for if you're not, you know, if you're enjoying the race, there are so many people giving out yummy goodies on the race. Oh my like gosh. Fireball. Especially in Crystal City. <laughs> Crystal City, you're, you're, yeah. there's going to be there's, donuts. There's chips. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, maybe not candy. sanctioned chips, but there's, there's candy. definitely candy. Halloween candy, of course, coming out. And there's soda. Yeah. And so just like. We had you enjoy getting all the snacks. Like I had a shot of Fireball when we paced Lauren. I had a shot of Fireball, and I had a tiny Coke. You had a tiny oh, Coke. It was the best Coke of my life. I think it was a mile twenty one or twenty two. Like I like they were handing out so much stuff. Like it's it was great. So good. Yeah. So you know, find all the like people handing out goodies yeah. and treats at this race. Okay. And Richmond's another one that does a lot of yeah. delicious snacks. Oh, we had pickles or yeah. pickle juice, and they have a candy aid station at Richmond. Oh yeah, yeah. I had peanut M and M's at Richmond yeah, have, um, oh, in 2019. Yeah. So don't stress about the weather. Basically, you're gonna have so much fun this yeah. weekend, um, and really any, I mean, any year. Don't stress about the weather. I have run from 2011. I did not run 2022. Like, that was right. my first live running of Marine Corps. Missed, so I've run 10. Uh, this will be 10 of the last 11 live Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. And I've run in Hurricane Sandy. I've run on the coldest on record, which was 2011. I've run, I guess, in the hottest on record. Right. Like, because that would be 16. 2016. So... Unless there was a hotter day pre-14 years ago, but I don't think so because the world just keeps getting hotter and hotter and hotter. The world does keep getting warmer, and And, that's, you know, just part of it. And let's talk about the fact that Marine Corps is still, even with these warm temperatures, it is still a good goal race. Your goals are not gone because it's going to be a little warmer. So you you should plan for a more conservative more conservative start for more conservative pacing strategy, but that doesn't mean your goals are completely out the window yep. if you've done the work. Now, if you haven't done the work, you need to get back in touch with are your goals in line with the work that you've done because what we want and what we're trained for are very different things. Yes. <laughs> I mean, even what my watch says, right? So, right. like, right now, my watch says that... I am in shape for a 416 marathon. I'm telling you, even if I were to add 10 minutes, that's going to be a stretch right now. Yeah. Your watch is also not like, she's pregnant. It's not thinking in those terms. It's looking at just what you are physically able to do. And so 
If you set yeah. aside pregnancy, you definitely would do a 416 right now, easily right. or faster. Well, but, but that's but. exactly it with pregnancy. Like, I mean, we ran four miles yesterday, and my hips and pelvis were so sore. So. Yeah, and it doesn't take into account, like, yeah, your watch or your goal, your, your race, your paces that you've done in training don't take into account just all the little things that can, you know, happen on race day. And now it's still possible we're going to run a 416. Like, yeah, you I don't mean, throw anything out of the, you know, out of the, out of the realm of possibilities, but it's, um, it's not probable. It's possible. <laughs> and it's just not going to be our goal on Sunday. Like we're, yeah, we're going to have fun. We're going to use, we are leaning yeah. towards, we are yeah. leaning towards a 1530 marathon. Yeah. Like, which we've never done. Gonna, we've never done so. a 1530. Um, my <laughs> slowest marathon is at 5:25, where I was a pacer and I was supposed to pace 5:30. Whoops. <laughs> um, so, uh, but we lost the whole pace group, like what, like yeah, so you well before. It's not a pace failure when you've lost everybody, right? Well before, like we halfway, right? Like we made up the last five minutes in like the last like two miles, I think. So because we lost the pace group. I just need to learn to pace better or never volunteer for 5.30. Like, I should do 5.15 <laughs> because I would have been fine for 5.15. Right now, maybe. Uh, no, right now, I could not guarantee. Couldn't that, no. I, couldn't, I couldn't guarantee a pace right now because yeah, that's true. everything's out of the – with being pregnant and everything. Right. So. It's not It's not just, like, predictable. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, so um, – It'll be really interesting. It's, yeah, it's going to be really interesting and fun. But, and but yeah, we're, we're leaning towards a 15.30 mm-hmm. – we may end up switching that. We may end up switching right. that mid-race and yeah. being like, okay, let's just try to get this over with as quickly as we can comfortably. Right. We may just be like, yeah, okay, 15.30. It might end up being 5.30. It might end up being 4.50. Right. It might end up being 4, 4.18, 4.16. Yeah. We no idea. We really don't. We don't have a plan plan, and that's okay, and that's, you know, that's great. The plan is going to be survive, having fun, upright, smiling, wanting to do it again, but not wanting to do it again until after my baby is here. That's right. <laughs> For you, yes. For me, yeah. And I don't plan to although, do a, a full in the spring either. Although so. maybe if I feel really good, like there's still a chance I might go run um, uh, Philly, Philly in three weeks. But I don't know. I'd have to feel really good. <laughs> yeah. I have to. I mean, I am heading into the second trimester, um, so I'd have knows? to feel really good. And <laughs> I, yeah, and I'll, I'll, it'll all depend on my foot and whether I can run Philly or not. Um, so I w- wanted to pull one more race just yeah. for like people who are planning on warm races. Disney. So Disney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we know the last couple of years have been rough, but you know what? It's not just the last couple of years. So, yes, in 2010, there was a day where it was 29 at the start and so, 44 at the finish. Hold on. Let's actually but, start. Let's yeah. actually start, and let's talk about Disney races to begin with. Yes. Run Disney races need to be called Run Disney events. Yes. They're not a race. They're not races. They're not races. They're events. So, if you are heading to Disney... You should, like, don't even think about time because there's going to be super fun character stops. There's going to be lots of, lots of, you know, hullabaloo. This is not a typical race situation. Uh, Disney tips, number one, get on the very first bus from your 
hotel. You're going to wait a really long time yes. at the parking but lot. But you want to be there. But it is way better to wait in that parking lot than to be freaking out on the bus yeah, that, that you're you might going miss to it. miss the start. <laughs> the start is not close to that parking lot. Right. You have to walk a little ways. So uh, 10Ks and halves. Uh, pretty much anything over 5K, you're going to have quite a lot of uh, road, three-ish miles, before you go into a park. So this is not like you're running through a park the entire time. You're running a lot on kind of highways and things like that. So just know that. Know that all years, every every month of every year, so every Disney race, is hot and humid <laughs> and plan for that. And yet it's still a PR score of 99.59. Because, because the course. The course even is with the weather. so good uh, for yes. the marathon. For, yeah, for the marathon. Good. So, uh, But we've got wine and dine coming up next weekend. Yes. Same weekend as New York. We've got wine and dine. So a lot of people are heading out for the 10K and the half marathon two-course challenge. Just remember the humidity and heat is bad. Wine and dine can be great. Um, The thing about Disney races is don't run past a character with 10 or less people waiting in line. Right, without stopping. Stop. It's so fun. If you're doing Disney, Disney, you have to do the character. Like, why are you not stopping for photos? Right. And then when you're running through the parks, you're going to see two, you're going to see areas where you've got big lights shining down. Those are photographers. Smile, slow down and smile and make it a beautiful picture. Yeah. Um, And look, they're going to be on each side in green little tents. So look at the photographers. Try to find a hole. It's so fun. Stop for the, yeah, stop for the picture in front of the castle. You will not regret that. Well, that's um, a that you don't run through the castle oh, from Wine and Dine. Okay. So Wine and Dine is the second half of the marathon. Oh. So Wine and Dine runs. You hit Animal Kingdom at five miles, and then you run through Hollywood Studios and then into Epcot. Oh, funny, because it's so it's not the same course as the half in January. No, that's so funny. It's the back half of the that marathon. That it's not the yeah. So but without Blizzard Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so in January, you get to do, you know, you get to do the castle yeah, you get at to. the half and the full. Yeah. So. And what's cool about, so, like, if you're, like, kind of on the faster side is you want to try to hit the castle in the dark because yeah. the castle oh, so in the pretty. dark is so pretty versus the castle in the light. <laughs> but still, yeah, like, t- you know, take all the pictures. It's, it's well worth it. So Disney so, Marathon, though. Let's talk about Disney Marathon yeah. in January. Yeah, so in January, you think, oh, it's January. You're going to have some decent weather in Florida. And there have been decent weather years. So two of the years that you ran at, 2017 and 18. Yeah. I mean, 17, the race start was was 34 degrees. You had to buy extra stuff. I had to buy mittens and a hat, and I wore the mittens almost the whole time. Um, yeah, it was really, really cold, and it was warm until that day. Oh, the previous is, days? Yeah, so leading up to it was not cold um, in 2017. So 2017, <laughs> I got out of a boot on Christmas in 2016. I ran a four-mile like four or um, 5K, like kind of back-to-back New Year's, mm-hmm. and then I went and did Dopey. <laughs> I love that back-to-back. Um, I went and <laughs> did Dopey. I Stayed with the 4.30 pace group until halfway in Animal Kingdom, and then I went ahead. I ran a 4.23. It was a great, I mean, very, very, very good for the fitness I was in, especially with the limited running ahead. 
of and the a very race. dopey finish. I mean, it's yeah, dopey. It was it was really fantastic. And then in um, 2018, it was a four, it was 41 at the start. Another great yeah, year. Another great year. 2018. And you ran a sub four, I think. Yeah, uh, yep. 2018 was. Uh, I was in pretty decent shape. Um, I paced the two hour group. So actually that whole 2018 was cold all four days. Like, so it was like that the entire time. Nice. So, um, I remember having to make a jacket for the 5k, um, because we were Dalmatian. So I had to make a Dalmatian Aww. jacket for the 5k. I ended up wearing the same Wazelle shirt. Oh, that's right. For all, all four races, four races <laughs> because it was so cold. Um, <laughs> you didn't bring a bunch of long yeah, sleeves. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I, I ended up having to like buy an ear warmer, and yeah, um, we like went we we went to a mall off site in order to buy clothes and stuff. It was crazy. <laughs> and then 2019, so. the first couple of days were cold. We bought those jackets, yeah, because um, we were freezing at the end of the at one the race. End of the race. Yeah, and then on the marathon day, the oh my god, the humidity was 96. percent The race day high was 79, and that yeah. was yeah, that was when we paced, and I I got sick from the it heat. It was it was really really hot. So you just have to be prepared for kind of any weather, any race, any weekend. Yeah, it was 85 um, in 2020. 2020 83 was black flag, black flag in uh, 2020. Yeah, I ran 85. the marathon. Um, they ended up cutting the course short at about four hours into the marathon and diverting people. I finished, uh, I got to finish the whole race. I ran a 3.58, I think. Um, but it was it was hot. I was in pretty decent shape. My legs felt okay. The humidity got me early because I actually went out with the 3.30 marathon group. I was like, yeah, I'm going to see how this feels. And I was like, nope. <laughs> like, not feeling nope, good. Not feeling this. And, and yeah, yeah, I was I, like, I just got to finish healthy. <laughs> yeah, especially with, you know, again, it's goofy. Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't just. Mm. It, it was just heat and in, humidity. Yeah. You know, I just had to make yeah. the decision. And I, I made that decision by like three miles in. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And it's been, I mean, so again, Disney, it's. That wasn't just because it was the last five years. It was 2009, it was around 80, and 2013 and 15, it was also 80 or 81. So, But the, but that course, the, one of the reasons it's got such a high PR score is that course is relatively flat, and it mm-hmm. is it is not just flat. It doesn't – while there are some, like, hairpin things in, uh, in parks, if you are faster, like, there's no – like crowds yeah like it's pretty sparse in the faster groups and they have pretty decent seating um i want to say because yeah, they do proof of time yeah. so you do have to have a relevant time versus like kind of putting in what you believe you'll be right which other races right. let you do which i think i think the proof of time is nice the one thing is uh the wine and dine is too late for a proof of time for dopey or for the marathon oh, yeah. weekend. Yeah, that makes which sense. Is like, which it is, sucks. like, which is dumb. I feel like... They should allow, like, especially if it's one of their own races, they, they should right. allow that to right. count. They yeah. should pull from their own records. Because remember, I had to go get my bib changed oh, um, yeah. at the, the expo, expo because I hadn't put a proof of time in, and they put me, like, way far back, and I was like, wait a second, I placed ninth in your race. <laughs> Just in your two months race. ago. <laughs> yeah. In my age group. But I like to just say I place ninth. It sounds so much better. (laughs) Sounds so much better to be like, I think I was 28th actually for women. Which is like really incredible. (laughs) 
Yeah, so Disney just, you know, it's an experience. Yeah. And any marathon is an experience. Any marathon, 26.2 miles, is a freaking amazing. huge deal. It's amazing. It is you amazing. You should be so proud of yourself. You should, even if you've trained for like a four hour and you end up running a five hour this weekend, you should be proud you of yourself. You should be so proud of yourself. Yeah. And I'm saying that to myself today. And everyone's <laughs> getting the same medal. Yeah. And you're, I mean, you, it's amazing if you're finishing a marathon no matter what. So, yeah. and I think we get a little jaded because, you know, you go on Instagram or wherever and everyone's doing marathons. Everyone's qualifying for Boston. Everyone's, no, no. And you're amazing. So, if, whatever marathons you're doing, if you're doing a, a freaking 26.2 marathon, a full marathon, yeah. you are. And, and I would say, honestly, I would say that. If you can keep yourself from overheating at the beginning or once the temperature goes up, if you can temper that and keep yourself right on the edge, you still have a great chance to PR. Yeah. Like, do not let this weather stress get to you. Wear less than you think you should wear. Yes. So with the temperature, with 80 you need to dress for, and whatever, what's the low going to be, 60 or something? 60, You yeah. need to be dressing for 90 degrees, which means, like, if you're really thinking about racing, it is singlets and shorts. That's it. Like, no headbands, no gloves, singlets and shorts. Yeah, it's it might be a sports bra, if, and that's why I did it. I know we won't do that because we, we're making shirts. But yeah. I did. I did end up doing a sports bra. Our shirts bra. are loose, though. Yeah, I ended up doing like, a sports bra last year at New York because I decided I was not going to, a shirt was going to be too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nope, not even going to wear a shirt. So. But sometimes a singlet can actually keep you cooler because if you, get it wet. you can get it wet, yes. whereas your skin being exposed. So you've got to... Yeah. Make that decision as well. Um, oh, I have a puppy in my lap. It's really sweet. <laughs> so, yeah, it's me 63 at the start right now is what they're predicting. Which and means, yeah. It's so like, the great thing is you won't need throwaway layers. Yeah. Um, you'll be, you know, you won't be cold. You won't be yeah. burning energy by trying to stay warm at the start. And, That's good. And it's going to stay, like, listen, it's going to be 63, 64 for the first at least two hours. Like, you're not going to get hot those first couple hours, yeah. but take your time it's because be you need to still conserve time for later. It's not conserving right. And we're talking for later. 10 seconds per mile. We're not talking, you know, or make the decision that you are going to yeah. be okay with a 40 second per mile slowdown at a certain time and right. race the, race race the for first that. half. Like, so just make your decisions, like make your decisions ahead of time. Don't try to make them on the fly. Yeah. You know, remember that you can intentionally decide to slow down 2014. It was a great, that was a great decision for me. I then raced a bunch of marathons that way, thinking that that was the best way for me to race. I've since learned that's, I've since learned that you know, negative split is like the goal. Right. <laughs> I still have yet to like really do that in a race where I've like PR'd, but um, I have negative split. I did negative split Disney in 2018. Yeah. So, no, 2018 is the one, 19 is the one we did. So, when we paced. So, so, 18 is the one I negative split. Um, so, the, which was my goal was to run the. Second half of the marathon, faster than I ran the, the half, half the marathon before. the day before. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was in 
pretty decent shape. Yeah. Like yeah. 2018, 2019. I miss, I miss that. I know. I'll get there again. Different, you know, different seasons different of life. Seasons. And that's, Whoa. you know, that's a big part of it too, is accepting like the season we're oh in. Oh my gosh. And this baby. Yeah. She's going to run a, she's going to run her first marathon. Yeah, It's going to be crazy. It's so great. And then she's only going to run 5Ks. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I can't wait to, I can't wait to go down to 10 miles as my as long run. Like yeah, I'm super excited about that. Just nice 10 mile long runs, maybe even 13, like, but I'm not, I'm so over these 20 milers. Cause it was like 16. I think that my pelvis started hurting. Yeah, it definitely, so. that's why I made my decision when I was pregnant not to run a full marathon was those we did a 20 and a 23 and or whatever we did and I was like yeah I'm over this yeah <laughs> so we'll be all right it. but yeah we're gonna do it we're gonna do it it's gonna be great it's gonna be amazing we're gonna have so much fun yeah everybody's gonna have so much yes fun. it's the Marine Corps marathon it's, it's the people's marathon it's such a good so. marathon so enjoy it don't worry about the the temperatures just enjoy it just go out yeah. there and have fun um, and dunk yourself in water. Yeah. <laughs> Stay wet. <laughs> Stay wet, people. Bye. Right, bye. Ah, ah. Oh, my gosh. That was a good episode. <laughs>